You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Greg, I want to help you help yourself. But I really, I really wish you would stop telling me this all morning long. <laughs> I don't want your help. I don't need your help. I think I'm just fine on my own. You might not want my help, but you might need my help. I don't, I don't need your help. <laughs> the last person I think I should be getting life advice from is 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 you. I'm sorry. Uh, what about your Lord and Savior? Because you can help yourself. Oh my God, we're not turning this into a religious with podcast. With God's help. Do, it's true. I, I found this pamphlet. I thought of you. I got it from the lending library. I wanted to read it to you. This is how easily you are uh, influenced by things. Oh, I found a pamphlet. Yep, that's me now. I believe in this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, yes, we, we do appreciate it. I do want to say one word, Sarah. One one quick thing. I just, I have to get this in. All right, and then I need to tell you my good I word. I don't really want to. Uh, I'll explain why Sarah's obsessed with helping me, too. Um, Well, anyone who's heard you speak clearly knows why I want to help you. So uh, if you ever do any online shopping, you can, of course, go to an Amazon website where you can buy things from Amazon. But first, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on our Amazon link. Our Amazon link is the best link. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on Amazon link and buy. That's my new sponsor. Was Was that pretty good? It was more was wooden than read? usual. Was it was it read? was a terrible read. I thought it was a pretty good read. <laughs> yeah. And click on Amazon and buy. And buy. Go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. That would be awesome. Okay. All right. Well, I do want to share this with you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Your 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 little book. Well, I'll say this. Sarah has been uh, talking about about her book that she got. So you found this book in one of the like the one of the book bin things yeah. that are around town. Well, no, you need to explain that because nobody knows what the f- what what these things are. Well, they're okay. They so don't happen in other cities. I they think do this is happen a in other thing. cities, but they don't last very long. And I'm surprised that like some of them last here actually in Portland. Yeah. So there are a lot of these little things on like corners and in neighborhoods all over Portland where they're called uh, little libraries. Where basically someone will uh, build like a little wooden structure and paint it all like you know hippie-ish with like flowers and stuff, and then people can like borrow books from it, and then also like bring books and like take books that they don't read anymore and give them to the library. So other it's not, can but read you them. can't call it the library. It's it not is. It's the called library. the little libraries. They're little neighborhood libraries. But the library is a public institution. This is somebody on the corner where they're dumping their box of books. I think that's what it is. No, it isn't boxes of books. They're organized. They are on shelves for the most part. And uh, yeah, they have like a little door and it says like, feel free to take one, feel free to leave one. And so there's... I mean, the concept is good. It's a great I'm concept. Just saying, it's a great neighborhood concept. F- they're all over. I live in like super duper hippie Southeast Portland. So I mean, they're everywhere in my neighborhood. I also feel like it's just a way for people to get rid of crap that they don't want. They're like, oh no, look, yeah, come read these books. All right, well, I guess or, book, so Shock is saying like book, book exchanges. That would be, so okay, there we go. Yeah. There we go. All right, so it's a book exchange. And so you went by one and found, obviously, very, very interesting reading I material. did. I was going for a run one day, and like a, it was yesterday, actually, and I was going for a run, and it was really, really hot. So I was I started walking, and I was walking through this neighborhood I usually do, and I came across— So you across, went for a walk? No, I went for a run, and then I was walking because okay. it was very, very hot. Okay, okay, yeah, someone posted a picture of one of them in the chat. So, yeah, little free libraries are what they're called. Okay. 
So anyway, I was passing one. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a look and see. And of course, in these, there are all kinds of like weird books. Like the one that I went to, it was all about like learning to play the flute. And uh, like there was a Sue Grafton, like H is for hang up or whatever, like some murder book. And there are like children's coloring books and like romance novels. It's really neat. It's a neat concept. Like you can put anything in there. Maybe things that you're tired of reading that somebody else hasn't read. Okay. Yeah. But one of the things that I stumbled across was this pamphlet, and I saw this, and I'm like, oh, boy, oh, boy. I think Greg Nibbler might benefit from some of these words of wisdom. It's what I thought. So I found this, Greg. It's not a, a book more so. It's, it's more of a pamphlet. A pamphlet, yes. And it is rainbow-colored. It's uh, made in this the USA. This is a very, very intriguing it's description very intriguing. that you have It's here. A copyright 1976. Oh, okay, all right. And it is called Help Yourself. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. With God's help. Now, you were you started bringing this up after we were talking. Um, oh, so I didn't explain this on the show yet. I mm. guess I should backtrack a little bit. I think I embarrassed myself pretty tremendously yesterday because, um, Sarah, do you know what the stanky leg is? Well, unfortunately, now I do, <laughs> but I of... still have no idea what it is, but I've heard okay. you talk about it and okay. play it. We need to backtrack a little bit before we talk about why Sarah thinks that I need some help other than she found a book at somebody's dumpster. So what happened is yesterday I was I, I went to go uh, get, go to the gas station and I had it on one of the local radio stations here in Portland. One of the local hippity hoppity stations? And they were playing this song. Have you ever heard of uh, what the song Watch Me Whip? Watch me name. That <laughs> sounds so dumb even saying it. It sounds like I'm making watch up words. Watch me whip. Watch me what? Watch me whip. Watch me nay-nay. I'm kidding you not. I'm not making this song up. There, there's, this is a real song. Here, I'll play, I'll play just a No, sample. you don't read. You don't need to play it. Please don't. I'll play a sample of it. Watch me you whip. Know, watch me nay-nay. I used to work in, uh, I used to work for the hip-hop station in Portland. If you could call it hip-hop, it wasn't really. It was the closest thing possible. Jamming 107.5. So I listen to it still every now and then just to see, you know, what the kids are listening to. And what, do you like do your radio do your do your jamming voice along with it? I don't do you my, still have, no, I, If you still have what it takes, I still have what it takes. I hear okay, the guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, they got a bunch of voice tracked guys on there. Okay. I can still I can still do it. I still got my jamming chops. Sure, but, your jamming chops. This is this is this is one of the new songs. I'm only playing this just so you understand what what went on yesterday. Okay, why are they're, you playing this? That's dances. enough. Okay, I'm playing this That's because enough. yesterday this song is so terrible. It's so awful that I get intrigued by it. It's the same reason I listen to like extreme right wing radio or like the really like hardcore Christian channels or Trinity, or, Broadcast Network. or Trinity Broadcast Network. I get fascinated by it. And so I was listening to this yesterday trying to figure out it's like a three and a half minute song of just him telling people to watch him do these dances. And one of them, of course, is the Stanky Leg. Wait, that's the same is, song? The, Stanky Leg is in there. Stanky Leg is a different song. I'm going to explain this. I'm going to make it all make sense, okay? Just, you got to let me walk through it. You got to let right, me walk down the path. because you know that you're just saying nay-nay and Stanky Leg, and you're making know, no sense whatsoever. I know. So this guy, this is his song. It's watch. It's called Watch Me, and then Whip slash Nay-Nay. Whip and Nay-Nay are two different kinds of dances. And I learn a lot by watching these videos because then I, I learn how to dance, obviously. I know how to whip and I know how to Nay-Nay now. So I, I, was, what, I was listening to the song in the car, and I had it. 
I had it turned up pretty loud because they were playing like Biggie or something before that. And then it went into this and I was just, I was fascinated by it. And I rolled, rolled up to the gas station with my windows down with this blasting, not realizing that it was still blasting. And the gas station attendant walked up and he's like, hey, well, what do you want? And I couldn't hear him because I had the radio too loud, but I was so just focused on whatever I was doing, listening to this thing. Oh I didn't God. realize it was that it was my fault that I couldn't hear him. And so I was blasting, watch me whip, watch me nay nay in my pickup truck as I was at the gas station. It was kind of embarrassing. I kind of embarrassed myself. And I'm was, embarrassed I, hearing you talk about this. I'm embarrassed even saying the words, watch me whip and watch me nay nay. I understand, now, like, if you get into leg, a music, like, if you get into some music when you're listening to it, when it's, like, good fucking music, you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I was just kind of in a zone. Yeah. But you're listening to watch me whip, watch me nay Watch me nay nay, yeah. Is it nay nay? Nay nay. Nay nay, Watch okay. me nay nay. And then he goes through and talks about the other dances, and he talks about doing the stanky leg. Now, the stanky leg, Sarah, see, I fell down the train with this. This morning... I was like, okay, now I have to find out all about this dumbest thing that I've ever heard before. So that's Silento who sings this song. There's also the Stanky Leg, and that's that's from the GS Boys, and they sing uh, Stanky Leg, and that's a different kind of dance, which I've also learned. That's disgusting. I can do this. St- what does that even mean? It's it's a dance that you do when you're out. Why is it called clubbing? Stanky? It just that sounds like a stinky leg. It does. It sounds like it's infected or something. Like an infected stanky leg. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the name of the dance. You do the stanky leg when you're on the dance floor, Sarah. When I'm on the dance floor. Why are you swiveling in your chair? Are you attempting I'm, to do the stanky leg? I'm doing leg? the stanky leg right now. This doesn't transfer through on a podcast. If you played the terrible song, you have to at least give an, a, a representation of the stanky leg one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Here we go. Well, you just have to, if nobody's heard of it, because I hadn't heard it. Oh my god, okay, I can't even handle that anymore. Oh my god, oh my god. That song is four minutes, and that is all he does throughout that and entire song. And that's all he says is do the stinky leg? Pretty much, yeah, that's all oh they say. Oh my god. Four minutes long. These guys, that, that video, that video has 18 million views. 18 million views for stanky leg. And they're probably gajillionaires from it. So anyway, I'm just trying to explain what it is. I know this is a really annoying little segment here, but I'm just trying yeah, to explain I'm glad that you why it is. And I understand this is why you're saying that I need some help. I, I just found it fascinating, and I wanted to know all about the stanky leg. I can't do the stanky leg, by the way, now. Uh, I do know how to well, do no, it. Well, no, I wanted to give you help before, but now I super-duper want to give you help. And there are all kinds of like categories that are in this book. So I've now, now since you've introduced me to the stanky leg, uh-huh. I've whittled it down to a couple do that I really leg. feel... I'm putting some meditation music on in the background as we do this. I need we need to cleanse right. the palate of your goddamn stanky leg. So to explain this, you are going to give me help out of this book that you found in a trash well, dumpster well, no, no, on no, the no. side of the road. It's a it was in a little free library oh, here in library. Uh, Southeast Excuse Portland, me. Oregon. A book exchange. If they you will. are amazing. All libraries are free, aren't they? Well, I guess. Okay. Well, whatever. These ones are on like street corners and in people's yards. And so stuff. they're, they're really cute. Is that where you also find like blankets and chairs? You do and not things find and... blankets and chairs in there. You find oh VHS tapes. And... Well, Greg, so this is help your. So uh, this isn't me helping you. This is you learning how to help yourself. Maybe I don't need help. Maybe With I'm fine. A little fine. help from God. So I'm looking at these. <clears throat> so there are lots of categories. So let's see. There's some uh, such as how to cope with difficulty, how to overcome worry, how to relax tension, <laughs> uh, how to have strong faith. How to have a successful marriage. How to pray effectively. This is all in this little pamphlet book. All it's got all the answers And you know what? It's me. one page per problem. Okay. And they solve them toot sweet. Like, you don't even have to. There's no lollygagging. Okay. It's just, it is what All it right. Is. Solve my problems. So, since you've been screaming about your stanky leg. Do the. 
I figured that the problem number six might be the first one to address out of the two. So this one is uh, number six problem is how to cure an inferiority complex. <laughs> Greg, I do have some uh, do some advice for you. All right. All right. So uh, first of all, you have to form a mental picture of yourself as being a competent. What the fuck is this music in the background? Too successful by the way. person. I don't know. It's like okay. Studying music, nonstop music for reading and learning, concentration and brain power. Okay. Hold that. Okay, so you're supposed to be doing this along with me. Oh, what am I doing? All right. All right, so form a mental picture of yourself as being a competent, effective, and successful person. Now, you're an actor. This is a far stretch. Just close your eyes and think of this. Okay, all right. Now, hold that image firmly in your mind and do not let any self-doubt erase it. Presently, your mental processes will go to work to actualize this image of yourself. Okay. All right. Also, Greg, another uh, way to cure your inferiority complex. Uh, never build up an obstacle of any kind in your mind. See an obstacle realistically, then affirm that with God's help, you are able to handle it successfully. Remember, what, you, what are are you are bigger doing? than any obstacle. I'm trying to help you. Greg, a way to cure your inferiority complex is to never be in awe of another person or group of persons. Don't copy anybody. Never copy anyone else. There's only one you, and you need to be that you. Well, this dumpster pamphlet is really clearing things up for me. Well, I'm trying to help you with my dumpster pamphlet. I'm also thinking of how many angry emails we're going to get about me calling those things dumpster pamphlets. Not <laughs> 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 oh, a corner dumpster where people throw away their books. Yeah. Greg, another thing that you have to do uh, is understand the reasons for your inferiority feelings. You need to understand why, why, why are you, you implying like that I have an inferiority complex? Uh, if you if you understand the feelings behind the reasons behind it, this is are, starting to annoy me. Is what it's starting to do. You are on your way to victory over them. To know and to understand is the beginning of your healing. Now, inferiority uh, feelings usually begin in childhood, become overlaid with mystery, as the tendency is to accept them as final. But they are not natural; they are acquired. Understand that, Greg, and be free. You don't sound very helpful. You sound angry. I'm just trying to I'm trying to help you. All right. So that was like the impurity and the other one I was looking at which I just wanted to go through really quick but which I really think Have you like read help. this book back front to back I have or something? I have read this book and it also has serrated pages. So if you see someone with a particular problem, you can rip it out of the pamphlet and give it to them for help. Oh, people would love that. Mm-hmm. Do that like if you're yeah, if you're out you somewhere. You can just watch them for a little bit and be like, "Oh, oh, oh, you need to ha- Do you want to know how to deal with loneliness? Everyone Let loves unsolicited you. advice. So yeah, if you were say like you go to the store, you were in the checkout line or something in the the checker seems like she's having a rough day tear one of those out and just hand that to her I'm sure that'll go over really well like you know what you seem like lonely let well, me Greg, give you this here. This piece of paper is going to help you out with that. Speaking of loneliness, I know that you tend to get lonely sometimes. Here's a way on how to deal <laughs> with it. Greg, in order to help your loneliness, you can look for unexplored resources within yourself. There are many which have not yet been discovered and which will make you more interesting to yourself. Greg, I don't you're think lonely. I get lonely. I think I like being alone sometimes. Greg, so you're a lonely difference. because you don't find yourself interesting enough. I <laughs> I enjoy being alone. It's rare I get to be alone. Greg, have you ever thought of yourself as good company, someone you enjoy being with? Many people find that they can have a good time just with themselves. This is basically a book telling you to play with yourself. Oh, oh. All right, also how to deal with loneliness. Uh, Fill your mind full of... Your body is your own playground. (laughs) Treat your body like an amusement park. 
Uh, fill your mind full of interesting thoughts. Do interesting things. Read interesting books. Shock in the uh, live chat says use them in lieu of tips at restaurants. That could be a good way to do it. <laughs> oh, like I you, would love you that. Are, you're a server. Yeah. Uh, as if one I'm of your side jobs. I don't, I don't need to pay my bills. What I'd like is some words of wisdom from a self-help book from 1976. I'm just going yes, to bring out now, from now on, anytime I go out anywhere, I'm going to bring a notepad and a pen. And I'm just going to re- leave somebody a note. And that'll be their tip. All right. This is very confusing because it says how to deal with loneliness. The first three times, it says to like spend time with yourself. Wait, the first three times you're lonely? I'm, I'm no, the confused. first three bits of advice, you know, like be your own good company. Spend time with yourself. But then the fourth one says the lonely person intensifies loneliness by becoming obsessed with himself or herself. One of life's greatest skills is that of forgetting oneself. Never let yourself be too much with you. Wait, but I thought you were supposed to enjoy That's your time exactly by yourself. That's exactly This is very confusing. It's not helpful at all. I'm shocked that the dumpster pamphlet is unclear on this. All right. Well, also, uh, a way to not be lonely is to be, I swear to God, this is exactly verbatim, be a fun sort of person. <laughs> Laugh a good deal. Stop of- being so boring. <laughs> you wouldn't be so lonely. Yeah, asshole. Laugh a good deal of the time. Develop an acute ability to see and appreciate the humorous side of everything. The more fun you are, the less lonely you are bound to be. Maybe if people liked you more, you wouldn't be so lonely. <laughs> yeah, the more fun you are, yeah, for people uh, who <laughs> like fun people. That's how you make friends is being fun. So they're shaming them for being not fun. They are being shamed for being not fun. Well, here's why you're lonely. Nobody likes you. That's why you're lonely. So it's not how. <laughs> so it's not giving you any advice. And then it says a lonely life can be barren and unhappy. The counteractive secret is in the word plentiful. Have plenty of activity, plenty of interest, plenty of new experiences. Fill your mind and your life full of plenty. All right, so it says, uh, let's see. Look all around you, everywhere, and there are lonely people. Look for them and you will find them. And as you have been lonely, you will be able to stop, <laughs> spot them. Look for as many people as you possibly can whose loneliness you can relieve. Oh, okay, so it's telling you to be friends with other lonely people. And of so course, wait, how do you become friends with other lonely with other lonely people? It doesn't give you people? any advice. It According to this, lonely people are the most boring people on earth. I know. So why would you want to become friends with another lonely person? They don't, according to this book. Yeah, they don't deserve to have friends, clearly. <laughs> You're yeah. lonely because nobody likes you. You're lonely. This is like the meanest <laughs> book. It really is. All right, well, thank you. I feel much better about myself. All right, just Thanks real quick, one more thing. Oh like, so this, there's this one that says, really how to get along with people. I just really thought that this would be... So in order to get along with people, you have to be likable. Greg, I just wanted to give you this last piece of advice. To be liked and to get along with people is necessary. To be a likable person, practice the old saying, repeat this in your head, to have friends is to be friendly. To have friends is to be friendly. And just say that. I'll say that out loud when I'm out somewhere, too, if I'm by myself. To have friends is to be friendly. To have friends is to be friendly. Hi, I'm friendly. I like how this is generic, like, friend person. This Can I just is how repeat you become, these things out, out loud? It tells you, like, how to become one specific type of person. Like, no individuality whatsoever. It says, practice the art of remembering names. To accomplish this, give attention to the other person so the name will register. Remember that a this person's name... This just sounds like a psychopath at a bar. It's important to him, and it will help get along with him and to remember how him. How to pretend to be a human. It is. It's a psychopath's guide to pretending to be a human. Also, be easy. Hi, Bill. To have friends is to be friendly. Bill. And one more piece of advice uh, in order to get along with people, Greg. Be easy to get along with because there are no different types of people in the world. Everybody should follow this exact advice. Be easy to get along with. Be a comfortable sort of person so there is no strain Uh for anyone trying to be friends with you. (laughs) Don't make it hard on them. Be an old... That's another reason why you don't have friends if you're listening out there. It's because clearly you're making it too hard for other people to be... 
The best kind it's, of friend. It's all on you. The only kind of friend to be is to be an old shoe kind of individual. Be <laughs> homey and down to earth, and that will make you friends. Wait, be homey and down to earth. Okay. okay. Uh, also, don't be uh, personal relations deteriorate when a person person is scratchy in their personality. That is to say, what does do that not- mean? Do not rub people the wrong way. Be unintense and affable. So never say your true <laughs> Be a feelings. Pushover. Yeah, never say your true feelings. Okay, I've learned a lot about this. All right, so be friendly. Remember people's names. Don't ever tell them what your real opinions are. Agree with whatever they say. Um,. Don't be boring. And avoid ever being on edge and sensitive around others. Don't show that you're easily hurt, for people instinctively shy off from super sensitive people. <laughs> Again, don't have an opinion on it. Book. Anything. So this is written by Norman Vincent Peel. Let's peel with ending with an E. Help yourself with God's help. Does this guy have a cult? Is this like essentially a guide to joining it's his a cult? Complimentary copy. Uh-huh. Uh, would you like to have a copy of this booklet sent to your family, friends, or business associates? Wow, you can order them. There's no charge for the services ever. Well, thank you, Sarah. No I feel much better about myself say. now. I will never be lonely again. This is me reaching out. <laughs> Trying to help you, Craig. Don't be such a boring idiot and people I would know. like you. Maybe people would like you better. Don't force what, your do you problems have an opinion? on them. I don't want to have your opinion. <laughs> Nobody cares what you have to say. You're not as no, much an nobody old shoe as I'm comfortable with. No one cares about your opinion. Man. Stop giving your opinion. People would like you. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, this is uh, pretty That's, terrible. I'm, I'm amazed that uh, this thing didn't take off and was found in a uh, dumpster. Oh, you were going to a trash get... can on the side of the road. Someone is going to punch you with their words. <laughs> You keep calling I, I know I am. Because that's the thing that in makes Portland? Portland eccentric and fun is that the fact that those things can exist and not be damaged. I know, but it's also fun the fact that I can make fun of it and now people are going to be worked up about it. I'm worked up about it. I think it's very cool. It's your trash books. They're not trash books. I love books. I love reading. I'm just saying those. Because I've of never you found and your negative to attitude, I'm totally going to a couple of the free libraries today and donating some of my good books. We'll do it. Yeah, they need Fine, I will. Yeah. You just want to throw them away, don't you? Because you're I out of space. Yeah. No, I don't know. Books. They're my good books. I'm just kidding. <sighs> I kind of want to donate a couple of my Christopher Pike books. I have a lot of Christopher Pike books. I'm not going to lie. I'm 34, and I still read them from time to time when I'm like going to bed because they're like an easy read. But I would love to like donate a couple of my Christopher Pike books to one of the free libraries so that like some... like. 13 or 14 year old kid finds them and they discover the glory that is Christopher Pike. Those books saved me when do, I was a nerd. Do 13 and 14 year old kids still read for the most part? I think so. I hope so, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, why are you asking me? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, that's right. Never mind. You don't even, don't even know what the stanky leg is. What would you know about kids? Yeah, well, yeah you're much hipper than I am, girl. I am. I know about the stanky Stop leg. Stop saying stanky leg for the love of God. I can do it too. Don't, don't. Don't do it. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg. So, of course, we know the presidential race is on. And there are lots of people competing for the role of America's next top president. Yes. However, there is a dark horse in the running that has been garnering some attention. And I don't know if you've heard of him. So there's been this... This person who's been running, whose identity has been hidden until now. Uh, Have you okay. heard of the presidential candidate who is running under the name D's Nuts? <laughs> no, shockingly, I've not. Have they been a part of the debates? I they wasn't... have been. A, no, they have been a part of uh, the campaign. 
They have not been a part of the debates. However, their approval ratings have been soaring, and now it has been released as to the identity. Where, where is this? I'm, I'm confused. Of presidential candidate D's nuts. This is Who out is, of Wallingford, Iowa. How is this a presidential candidate? Well, he was. Uh, he's been running for president. He was in the polls, so he was actually uh, up in the polls in North Carolina. Okay. So, so this is. So basically. What this is, is a 15-year-old Iowa boy who decided to pretend to run for president, which, in fact, he did start running for president. Like as under, an online campaign? Or? Yeah, under the under the name D's Nuts. <laughs> so he has been running and actually getting strong approval ratings in different states where he's been polled. So, um, so he was found polling at 9% in North Carolina by the latest public po- uh, policy polling data. His parents knew that it was him. <laughs> so, so he... Submitted himself or, or registered himself as He's, a presidential candidate. He, re- he registered himself as a presidential Under candidate D's because nuts. of his name. He was able to get nine percent of the votes. Uh, I kind of want to give an early vote to D's nuts. I kind of think he's amazing. So he said he created the character of D's nuts uh, because he was half trying to break the two-party system, also out of half frustration with the uh, with the front runners. So the teenager, whose name is he's like the coolest kid ever now at this point. So his name is Brady Olson. He's fifteen years old. Uh, let's see, he he didn't want to see Hillary Clinton, Jeb Bush, or Donald Trump in the White House, so he tried to create a distraction by creating his own presidential candidate, which he put under the name D's Nuts. <laughs> when asked what qualifies him to be president, Brady Olson responded, the fact that if I can fill out a form so vague that it doesn't include your age, or the fact that I'll, that I'll get accepted even if they're only partially filled out, anyone can run. So he didn't even fill out his form entirely. It doesn't ask how old he is. Well, yeah, he wouldn't be allowed. Yeah, he was just able to submit it, and then he was therefore enrolled in the polling. Wow. He was enrolled in everything online. Damn, we need to do that. Yeah, what is is wrong with us? So you can see the incomplete FEC paperwork for D's nuts. It's online. He said that he'd make a better president than Donald Trump because he's younger and has fresher ideas because whatever decisions that he makes would have longer effects on him, which is true because Donald Trump's like as old as dirt. Well, President D's nuts... Is really making some sense. I'm all for President D's nuts. <laughs> uh, Olson says if he does have to vote for someone, though, he would uh, vote for Bernie Sanders. And he said that he wouldn't vote for Hillary Clinton because she's not open and friendly. He said that he'll continue. <laughs> I love a 15 year old's actual thoughts on. Right? I know. Why am I? Why am uh, why, I? Even I don't know why them? you're reading them. Yeah. Well, because just his name stick is with D's nuts. nuts. Like, yeah. Okay, so D's nuts says that. Yeah, so D's nuts about his personal life said that he is—he's uh, a man with quote no day job, no kids, and no marriage. So that's the platform he was running on, and it was successful. So there you have it. There's his identity. Greg, you were talking about psychopaths earlier, like my book "Help Yourself with God's Help" by Norman Vincent Peale. I cannot wait to throw that book away afterwards. But yes, I will. Tear, maybe I should just tear out one of these for you, so you can take it home with you and just, just leave them as somebody suggested, leaving them as tips. Yeah. I'm not going to leave them as tips. That's horrible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Greg, there is a new study that has come out about psychopaths, and there's a new telltale characteristic that you might be able to figure out who is a psychopath and who is not. Okay. And it all has to do with yawning. What do you mean? So it is now coming out in a study that psychopaths may, in fact, be immune to contagious yawning. So Just you, know, you saying yawning almost made me want to yawn oh, right there. So I don't someone's think I'm like quickly trying to prove that he's not a psychopath. So apparently, I'm trying to yawn and Greg's not yawning. <laughs> you are psycho. 
Wait, so if you yawn and somebody nope. doesn't yawn, they're a psychopath? This is the test? Those who lack empathy don't seem to catch yawns like the rest of normal human beings do. So think you might be dating a psychopath or maybe working across the desk with one? There are several telltale signs, including a tendency to lie, a charming but callous demeanor, and an inflated ego. Well, here's an easy one to watch out for. When you yawn and they don't yawn back, chances are they're a psychopath. Okay, I'm going to start testing this out on, like, the bus. I'll just yawn and see who doesn't yawn and then just stand up and point at them and say, psychopath, psychopath. New research has found that psychopaths, of course, people characterized by lack of empathy and abnormal social behaviors, may be more immune to uh, contagious yawning than the rest of us. So this study is going to be published in the Journal of Personality and Individual Differences in November. Psychologists show people who are more cold-hearted are less likely to engage in the natural behavior of catching yawns. So most normal people find it difficult to resist yawning when the person they're with yawns or or shows a sign of being tired. So uh, do you know why people contagiously yawn? No. So it's actually a sign of empathy and a means of social bonding. Okay. So even in animals, including chimps and dogs, they display this kind of behavior, which I've seen with dogs. Like if you you make a dog dog yawn. Yeah. I know what you're doing all afternoon. Greg's gonna go home. So gonna do that. (laughs) Yawn next to the dog. Uh, By the way, um, roommate's dog uh, Lily loves my singing. Nobody cares. Like, why do you give updates on things people don't care about? Uh, People care. I'm just going to say a little bit of Frank Sinatra. She will follow me around the house and she just sits there and stares at me. Psychopaths are partly defined by lack of empathy and compassion, understanding the feelings of others. The fact they aren't able to change a yawn uh, suggests that the mechanics involved in the empathy process aren't functioning normally. So, uh, also, yeah, and also people who had more psychopathic qualities are less likely to yawn. So they did a test on them showing other people yawning and the psychopaths didn't yawn. So there you go, wait, ladies how they, or gentlemen. I, wait, I'm, one, I, I'm confused. So these are psychopaths that were already arrested, or they're just no, they're in a letting study. psychopaths just walk out into the. Hey, are you a psychopath? Come on in for a free study. They're not arrested psychopaths. They're regular people who you can determine because there are lots of psychopaths out there. People just pretend. Like I'm pretty he, sure I had a roommate who was one. Yeah, uh, it was a while ago. I'm pretty sure that guy was a psychopath. Peter? The, no, huh? No, not him. No, he's just a. He's a sociopath. No, he's just a thief and a liar. But uh, no, this guy, like, he didn't scare me. The guy that was scary was a long time ago. Okay. He was the backyard pooper. Well, next time you see him, I was going to ask him. The guy who pooped in my backyard, yeah. I was going to ask, all right. Well, next time you see him, just be like, hey. I hope I don't see him. He still lives in town, though. Oh. Well, if you do happen to bump into him, you should yawn and see if he yawns back. But then again, if you already know, there's no use in testing him. I really would rather just not talk to him. <laughs> Ever again. All right, out of Boise, Idaho. Hey, Greg, do you know what 420 means? <laughs> out of Boise, Idaho, if you're looking for milepost 420, you sure won't be able to find it because a new law has passed since all these ne'er-do-wells have been stealing milepost 420s in Idaho. That they won't have a milepost 420 anymore. In fact, they're only going to have a milepost 419.9. Yes, really? indeed. Yes, the mile marker has been employed, uh, replaced with a 419.9 sign to curb thieves eager to own the number associated with marijuana enthusiasts. Well, it turns out Idaho isn't alone in this problem. States like, I didn't know this, Washington State and Colorado also have replaced the 420 signs with 419.9 after consistently 
having to replace them after thefts by supposed sticky-fingered stoners. <laughs> Is that what it says? <laughs> yes, it does. A bunch of sticky-fingered stoners <laughs> oh, out I there. Don't know. What are they doing out there? Stealing road signs. Menace. Menace to the public. Sticky-fingered stoners. Uh, so Adam Rush of the Idaho Transportation Department said officials had replaced the old sign along U.S. Highway 95 with mile 419.9. Bunch of sticky-fingered stoners doing the stanky leg. That's what I think. <laughs> Well, of course, the number 420 has been long associated with marijuana, though its origins as a shorthead for pot are unknown. 420, bro. 420, broski. Out of Florida. Can I ask another question that's probably going to make people, some people mad? Why do, like, real, understand if you're a really big marijuana, like you like marijuana. Okay, congratulations. Like, more power to you. Like, uh, absolutely. I'm glad it's legal here. But why do they all need to, why do some of them have to bring, like, s- flags and signs and, like, wear all clothing that's marijuana? Like, what's the... Oh, like the flag on the river? <laughs> why Why do people need to do that? I don't know. Maybe if you like, love to declare, something, you like, want to show I everybody. love marijuana so much, I'm going to bring a tie-dyed marijuana leaf flag everywhere <laughs> I go. Like, I like things. I don't know. I mean, maybe you just haven't found something you like as much as that. That I want to wear a flag of it? I mean, you got to respect it if they're, like, investing in I mean, I guess they wear, like, sports gear. Is that, like, their their team or something? Yeah, I mean, if they're, like, promoting a plant. Like, I mean, seriously, like, marijuana's doing a good thing of, like, it's their favorite thing ever, and they're carrying around a flag with a big pot leaf on it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's the flag. Like, why do you... I want someone to love us that much. I want someone to walk around with a fun employment radio flag all the time. Let us be your marijuana. Don't say that. Something like that? I don't know. No. Okay. All right, next up out of Florida, Palm Beach, Florida, to be precise. A Florida okay. woman. Shock, shockwave, we're really quick in the live chat. Okay, that's making more sense also because it's shockwave. Uh, for the same reason I have a Decepticon shirt. Um, okay, so yeah, I guess it's just like being enthusiastic about something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, cool. See, for example. But I mean, I don't, I don't fly flags of much anything. On so my shirt, I'm wearing a Neil Diamond picture. Okay. Because I am a Neil Diamond enthusiast. And you want everybody to know. I do want so everybody to know. if you're a marijuana enthusiast, you want everybody to I know. I am confident right. in my ability to answer Neil okay. Diamond questions and profess my love for said Neil Diamond. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. We need to start making fun employment radio flags. There are already two people in the chat who said that they wear them. Okay. And, them. and uh, I'm being busted right now uh, saying, Greg, you wear any beer shirts? Yes, you're right. I do. I do have some beer shirts. You wear beer and band shirts. Those are the things that you like. Okay. All right. It makes sense. I was just proposing the question. I wasn't raining on anybody's being so marijuana divisive. parade. You're just like trying to be like a... I'll go steal a 420 sign right now. You're just a troublemaker today. Sticky-fingered stoners. Sticky-fingered stoners. They're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. All right, do I get to go now? Yes, yes, okay. yes. A Palm Beach, Florida Can't woman. Finish. I'm finished. A Palm Beach, Florida woman has been arrested after heading to a police station to speak with a detective wearing uh, regarding the theft of some jewelry she was accused of. However, she walked into the police station wearing the jewelry that she claimed she didn't steal. <laughs> she That's is a smart. genius. Genius. This woman's name is uh, Candace McRae. So she was uh, under suspicion of stealing jewelry from an 85-year-old woman uh, after she showed up at the police station wearing the diamond earrings that she had stolen. The police recognized the earrings as part of the loot McRae allegedly stole from the elderly victim. Uh, she said, oh no, I didn't remember taking these from her. I thought they were mine. 
The police didn't buy it. And now uh, Florida woman McRae, 36 years young, is facing eight counts each of dealing with stolen property and, and fraud and one count of theft from a person 65 years or older. I don't realize oh, that's there was, a separate crime. I didn't realize that there was like an age separation. Stealing from old people. Well, it's bad karma. Wow. All right. So the victim, the 85-year-old woman, uh, told police she had around $8,000 worth of jewelry stolen in late 2013 while residing in an assisted living facility in Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, McCray worked at the same time at the facility as the nurse's aide. During the investigation, detectives found Cray, uh, McCray had pawned several items of jewelry. This is why old people get paranoid about people stealing from them, because it does happen. No, I know. It's, it's awful. I love old people. Uh, so recently, the victim was uh, receiving treatment... Uh, for a shoulder issue at a rehabilitation center when she recognized McCray, who was working at the facility as a physical therapy assistant. The elderly woman also recognized the diamond stud earrings that McCray was wearing while she was working as one of the items stolen from her in 2013. Wow. So this bitch stole from her, then was wearing the earrings to her job while she was working at the new job. To be honest, though, if I had um, strangers coming into my house all the time, I'd be paranoid. I'd be paranoid they're stealing from me. I never have anybody come into my apartment, yet I hide everything everywhere. Well, that's because you're a weirdo. It's true. I mean, you're like the... You're the crazy cat lady without cats. It's true. I mean, I do. I hide things all over my apartment. You hide from your neighbors. You hide things in your own apartment. From yourself, essentially. Mm Mm-hmm. I like to hide things. What do you hide? What are your valuables that you're hiding? Money. Your secrets. I don't. Ha- I mean, I don't have any. I don't have anything hidden. Oh, there's no money hidden there. Nope. No. Okay, so the money's not hidden there. What else would you not hide? There's nothing. Because you I don't have, have nothing hidden in there. Everything's fine. Everything's what are your treasures? There. Like, what? What are you hiding? My treasures are family pictures and heirlooms. You think somebody's gonna come and steal your and money? <laughs> <laughs> My memories are my treasures. That's true. Like, I have, like, I don't know. I have, like, sentimental things that I wouldn't want anybody taking. Okay. But I don't have anything, like, super expensive. I don't live a, what, what you call a luxurious How long do you think it would lifestyle. take me to find your treasures? A while. I bet I could find them pretty quick. Doesn't matter. You're not going in my apartment, so. We could periscope it. <laughs> we'll not periscope We'll see how long it takes me to find it. I bet I could figure it in... Give me three guesses. I'll know where it is. What, where my money is? It's or in a treasure? shoe in the closet. No. It's in the kitchen underneath your sunglasses. No. That's a good That's a good spot, though. It's in your freezer. No. One of those was probably right. Um, Coyote Ugly, hello. That's how she gets all of her money stolen. She sticks all of her money into the freezer and someone breaks into the apartment and steals it. That's way too obvious. It's not in the oven. <laughs> it's in a DVD on your shelf, hidden in one of them. That's really good, but no. It might be after this. No, I swear to God you have not named where I hide my money. You don't Stop guessing. I'm not going to tell you anymore because I don't want to narrow it down. All right, and finally... I have a story. That's gross. It's not as simple as under the bed, is it? No. I haven't seen under my bed since I moved in. That's terrifying. Mm. Well, because I have, like, storage tubs, which I also haven't touched since I moved in. Or have you? Are you trying to throw me off the scent? No, no, I I honestly haven't touched the storage tubs under my bed in four years. Somebody could have crawled inside of one of them and died and (laughs) he's just been in there. 
That's a distinct possibility. It, it is. All right. Uh, let me just say you're welcome for not reading the story about the guy who got the fork stuck in his penis. Oh, I don't. So I'm going to go ahead and do this one. A new Tokyo restaurant has just come out with a new flavor theme for their food. Now, this new Tokyo restaurant promises that it's going to have food that actually tastes like crap. Indeed, actual poop-flavored curry. This is a true story. Okay. So, of course, it's getting harder to be original these days, and nothing seems to surprise anyone anymore. So, in comes this guy. Uh, This place is called Curry Shop Shimizu, which is just opened in Tokyo. Now, this is a very real restaurant, and it is a curry restaurant that specializes in, I quote, poo-flavored curry. That's disgusting. Poo-flavored curry. All right, so the man who created this, uh, there are a flurry of questions for him. This is kind of like an interview with him, and then also, like, uh, some information about this place, if you would like to go in Tokyo. Of course, it's called uh, Curry Shop Shimizu, again. Some people are asking... The basic question, what, what would you want to ask about poo-flavored curry? I have no questions because I don't want to go there. But, I mean, what would be the first thing that you'd ask? Is it made with real? No, no, it's not real, but, I mean, like, what would be, like, something... Well, that would be f- a question I would ask. Like, what, I know, it's, it's flavored with it. What isn't. would I want to know? I don't want to eat it. Well, I, will, I have no questions for it. Everyone's first question is, how would you know what poo tastes like? Uh, I mean, wouldn't you think that's a logical question? I, okay, fine. All right, well, let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about the founder of this wonderful shop. So the founder of the curry shop, Shimizu, set out from the beginning to be a restaurant for the world's first something. Now, after extensive brainstorming, it appeared that curry, uh, which tasted like poop, probably wasn't being sold anywhere else in the world. The reason that he knew what poo tasted like, so this guy's name is Ken Shimizu, he was an adult video star. Oh, God, why are we telling this story? So he was able to capture the taste and consistency of poo impeccably, which is what he transferred to his new curry shop. So the flavor is apparently a combination of the extreme bitterness of its uh, two main ingredients, which is goya, which bitter gourd, and, uh, and sweet tea. The texture is achieved by blending cocoa powder and water in just the right balance. Uh, despite the horrid taste and the feel of it, it's actually quite healthy for you. So, so far, the restaurant has actually been doing okay because of the gimmick. So, if you head to Tokyo and would like to uh, to check this out, it is called Curry Shop Shimizu, where you can eat food that's healthy for you that tastes like feces. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Why do you end on stories like that? Because how do I spin this? Why do we even put talking about sponsors after World of Crazy? Like you, you always make it so it's. You should have learned by now. Why do you still attempt to put sponsors after World of Crazy? That's on you, buddy, not on me. (laughs) (laughs) You need to plan it better. I'm just saying, can't complain about something that's a pattern now. God damn it! (laughs) Do you have anything else that can like change this? Um, no. You know what? We're gonna. You know how we're gonna separate this. I'm going to do a little bit of a watch. No, I don't want I don't want advice. I've got something actually we didn't even plan for, but we're going to do it. (laughs) Is it a cleansing? It's a cleansing (laughs) from this, from that awful, horrible story that you just told. It's true, though. I mean, I don't care if it's true. I 
Think of what a fun anecdote that is for people. And be like, hey, do you guys know that there's a there's actually a curry shop in Tokyo that specializes in making curry that tastes like poop? Af- after your advice from earlier when I'm out trying to, you know, not be boring do so not that do people that will like me. when you're trying to make friends. I'll be out, you know what, uh... To be friends is to be friendly, Bill, and then you say their name over and over, right? You have to know their name. To be friendly, Bill. So I'm going to sit down and over here, here's how it's going to work. I'll go to a bar because I'm obviously lonely and nobody likes me. And so I'll go to the bar and I'll sit there and I'll wait till I, I overhear somebody say somebody else's name. And then I'll go sit next to that person and repeat the mantra, you know, to be, to, to have friends is to be friendly. To have friends is to be friendly. Hi, Bill. Hi, Bill. To have friends Hi, is to, to be have friendly. friends is to be friendly. Did you know that they eat poop in Japan? <laughs> It's actually not poop. It's curry, but it tastes like poop. Bill. To have friends is to be friendly. You sound like you're having some sort of episode. <laughs> this is. I'm taking the advice that you're giving me. I'm just going to apply it to real world, uh, real world matters. Real world. Real world matters. <laughs> what was this that you had? To have friends is to what be friendly. It? No, no, you said that you're in a to have friends is to be friendly. <laughs> I'm just going like to repeat that over and over. You're corner saying that. To have friends, to have to friends is to be friendly. To have friends is to be friendly. To have friends is to be friendly. To have friends is to be friendly. Let's do a little bit of a Squatch Watch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for a Squatch Watch because we have breaking, breaking news and obvious video that uh, fully oh, God. concludes that Sasquatch is real and not living in the Northwest right now, Sarah, although he does live here. This is going all the way down south to North Carolina. Yes, Bigfoot is living in the North Carolina mountains, North Kakalaki Squatch. That is what's happening. North Kakalaki Squatch. Yep. It's very elusive. However, there is a tourist who is vacationing there in the Black Mountain Range that claims he saw something resembling Bigfoot nearly a week ago. And so he managed to capture the entire encounter on video. His name is Eric Walters. and Eric Walters sounds like a stand-up gentleman. Uh, well, Eric Walters rented a cabin. He told WBTV this. Rented a cabin off North Carolina Highway 9. And he was just enjoying a quiet stay in the woods with his wife and his friends and his little dog. Wait, he has a wife? He's got a wife. He's got a wife. All right. And he said that uh, his neighbors, this is a quote, our neighbors told us there was some bear activity and to be cautious. So when I walked the trails, I've kept my Yorkie Zippy very close. His Yorkie's name is Zippy. Um, people in the chat are really wondering why you're doing my segment. <sighs> to have friends is to be friendly. So he said, many wildlife experts advise against bringing dogs on hikes in bear country, as dogs may instinctively provoke the larger animal and in many cases result in the bear turning its attention on its owner. However, he was out there and he's got video. And as you see in the video, there's clearly some kind of a hairy, tall person, man beast walking through the woods. And this man beast is looking there. Zippy starts barking. That's Zippy. Zippy apparently scared the Squatch away. He's breathing heavy. There goes the man beast. You can hear Zippy scaring him off. And there's a hairy person walking into a forest. Oh, thank you, Z. He scared away. And there it is. Very conclusive evidence. Damning evidence, if you will. Damning evidence of the existence of Sasquatch in the Carolina Mountains. Thanks to Zippy. 
And this, gentlemen, that is your Squatch Watch. You know where we'll have a good chance to go look for some Sasquatches, Sarah, is when we're on the Hood to Coast run. Oh, my gosh. Through the middle of the woods in the middle of the night. Oh, my gosh. Which actually is part of it, part of Hood to Coast. So Sarah Oh, and no, I, we're running in smack dab in the middle of the night. Yep. Yeah, it's like at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, as Sarah and I have uh, been talking about, we're doing the Hood to Coast Relay, which is coming up next week. And we need to uh, give a big thank you to one of the fine sponsors of that. Yes, we do. And that is Pabst Blue Ribbon. So our team's name, um, and we're part of this team, this is the same team we ran with last year, or two years ago. Two years ago. Is Beer Pressure. Beer. I like puns. We we work primarily in puns. Only puns. Only puns. Beer Pressure, (laughs) Whiskey Business, Fun Employment Radio, Sportlandia. uh, (laughs) Beer Pressure. And uh, this year, Pabst Blue Ribbon is one of the fine sponsors of our uh, run, they uh, they are getting some jerseys for us or some shirts. Yeah, we're super that are stoked. Being made. We have like some some like headbands. We have some PBR to drink at the end of it because it's, yeah. it's very hydrating. It like is. Studies have shown that beer is actually more hydrating than water. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, it's got electrolytes. Pabst Blue Ribbon is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And so we really want to say a thank you to them for for helping us uh, for helping us uh, you know get this thing going and, and running the tournament this year. It's going to be a tournament. In, run in the relay this year. Well, that's kind of a... T- so don't do your run in the relay. We're going to leave that in, in the relay. <laughs> it is kind of a tournament of sorts. It I is. Mean, it is. It is a competition. I know. I had to go running again. <laughs> Greg. This afternoon. Stop doing that or it's going to mess up my <laughs> editing. Damn it. You're not editing anything out. You're fine. <laughs> Beer pressure brought to you by Pabst Blue Ribbon. That is our running team for this year. It's going to be so much fun. And we've got a couple other things I'm going to say thank you for here, too. But why don't we do a little bit of ball talk? Oh, some balls? Some ball talk. Okay, hang on. Pabst Blue Ribbon. I should make a sounder for, for it. Well, probably. Yes. I mean, there's cl- clearly already a sounder, which I'm going to find right now. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. It's just a short ball talk today. Spackle. <laughs> Spackling of balls. Got a couple of stories, though. I'll say this. Um, trouble is ahead for the Summer Olympics in South America, which are happening next year. So the Olympics are supposed to open up in Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, August 5th to August yeah, 5th. 2016. But a lot of athletes are down there competing already because they're having different kinds of games, you know, just warming up for the Olympics. And, and so they're they're having a bunch of events that are happening down there, including different sailing events and kayaking events that are happening right now in the uh, bay, Guanabara Bay, which is in Rio de Janeiro. And the problem is most of the athletes who are competing are coming up very, very sick after competing in this these games. Because the water is so polluted. Oh, no. Did somebody dump some poo curry in there? Well, it is full of all kinds of different bacteria and viruses because it's so extremely polluted that uh, when one guy, a South Korean windsurfer, uh, Cho, was taken away in an ambulance after competing in the water. It was that bad because he had dehydration, vomiting, a headache, and dizziness just from being in the water. Jesus. And this is where the Olympics are going to take place. Well, that's just So they're a- trying to figure out, figure out how the hell they're going to clean it up, but it's going to be very, very difficult. 
So that is what's going on right now in Rio. I'm just going to say it's going to be a real, uh, real, real sticky issue coming up there. Moving on to Ball Talk. I'll just go to this because I know we're, we're starting to run low on time, so I'm, I got a couple of things here to get to, though. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, NFL quarterback, is in the news right now because of something that has come out about him, and it is his paranoia surrounding a certain other NFL team. Peyton Manning is so convinced that the New England Patriots record the opposing teams while they're in the locker room, like recording the audio, that he will not discuss game strategy while in the visitor's locker room at Gillette Stadium in Boston. Wow. Or Foxborough. Yep. So he's so convinced that they are actually uh, recording people because they, <sighs> they did get in trouble for that before. Well, then, yeah. Not recording in the locker room. I have a healthy paranoia of things. That seems completely logical for me. Well, he said that he apparently, or it's, it's come out that he, yeah, will not talk about any actual game strategy while he's in the locker room. No, that totally makes sense. Well, that's what it's but saying. then again, I'm also a paranoid person, so. You are also somebody who hides your treasures in your room, so. <laughs> Would you ever worry that your room is bugged? Yes, I've actually thought about it. You think somebody went in there to bug you making mac and cheese and watching Gilmore Girls or whatever. This is what they're all after. I don't know. The secret video of that. Do you think you can make money doing that? Oh my god, do not talk about like secretly spying on people and making money off of it. You could not sound more creepy. Like, knock no, it off. No, if you did it on purpose. No, I don't want people fi- no! Well, I probably can make money off of it, but that's not happening. Alright. Moving on to Ball Talk kind of wrap up this we're going to go to another quarterback that is the quarterback of the new england patriots tom brady tom brady in the news right now because he is of course going through the court case regarding deflate gate oh so yeah. it is him essentially him and the nfl players association versus roger goodell in the nfl over the four-game suspension that the NFL gave him and whether that was legal and whether this judge can decide that um, that he shouldn't have any kind of a suspension. And so they're going through all kinds of uh, all kinds of negotiations right now. Yeah, because it's a big deal. It is a very big deal. And it's looking right now like Mr. Brady may get off on this. <laughs> Wait, that sounded weird. That was a weird phrasing. May not be suspended. <laughs> However, we're not going to know until August 31st, it sounds like, is when they will be back in the courtroom together, unless they come with uh, some agreement before that. But it sounds like that's the next time where those two will be in there. And because of this, this leads me to something else to do with <laughs> Hood to Coast. So as part of Hood to Coast, if you heard us talking about yesterday, Sarah and I each have three different legs for the Hood to Coast relay that we run. And if you go to funemploymentradio.com slash run, you can actually purchase a sponsorship of one of each of those legs. Well, three of those legs have been purchased. Three of them have. So we have six legs between the two of us. So there's that still three more. Weird. We would love to have, um, love, love to, so you can still go there and sponsor legs. Which so Greg has please two. Please do. Funemploymentradio.com slash run. Greg has two of his legs purchased. I have one. So we're looking for someone to purchase Greg's third leg. And two of yours. 
And there's a whole bunch of different you things that you get along with. You didn't even catch my third it. leg joke. I, I know what you were trying to do there. Oh. Yeah. I was I trying was to ignore funny. it and then thought it watered it down. But. Mm. Funemploymentradio.com slash run. So what happens with these sponsorships is there's a bunch of different things. It's all listed there that you get with this. I want to say a big thank you to Ruby, who purchased one of my legs and one of Sarah's legs. He hasn't told us what we're going to have to do yet because part of it is we will hold up a sign after each run, uh, after after the sponsored leg, film a video, hold up a sign of your choice. We'll make the sign. You get a studio visit. You get a 30-second promotion um, on Fun Employment Radio of your choice. bunch of different things that's all there that comes with the $50 sponsorship. So uh, Ruby just has to let us know what he wants us to do for, for those two. And we have... Mr. Jesmond from the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. He purchased a, one of my legs and told me what sign I'm going to have to hold up for all of Hood to Coast to see. That's going to be funny because people are going to be running by. Run. <laughs> like, there are hundreds and thousands of people there. You're yeah. going to have to stand there being filmed, holding a sign, and people are going to be like, what the hell is wrong with that guy? The sign that I am going to have to hold up, courtesy of Jesmond purchasing the sponsorship for my first leg at Hood to Coast is... A big sign that says, Free Tom Brady. <laughs> Free Tom Brady. I am going to have to hold up that sign. After my first run, I'm going to be sweaty, I'm going to be tired, and then I'm going to have to pose for a I'm video holding that, that sign up. I'm making that thing in the biggest letters possible, by the way. <laughs> like, I don't have any directions for mine yet, so I'm totally in the clear right now, because maybe, maybe they'll be nice and they'll be like, oh, Sarah, you don't have to do anything embarrassing. <sighs> Free Tom Brady. So that will be the sign that I will be holding up. God, I'm trying to think of the most embarrassing things, and then I was thinking out loud, and I need to stop thinking out loud. What, you're trying to get people ideas? Oh, no, things no, no. that you can hold up? No, you I need don't want to hold up anything. No, I don't want Sarah has two of her legs that are left available for sponsorship. <laughs> uh, such things could be, I don't know, what could it be? Like, I'm a hot dog eater, or what could you have people well, say? Well, it could like, like, promote somebody's business. Like, well, yeah, you could do something like my that. My name is Sarah, and I love... Hebrew Nationals hot dogs. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I know. Or it could be a picture of something. I don't know. All I know it's going to be for all the world and the internets to see. Well, mine will be out there as free Tom Brady. We'll find out what Ruby wants for the other ones. There are three legs available. Funemploymentradio.com slash run. Oh, Go there now and you can purchase it and make Sarah and I. Yeah, and even if you things. want to purchase it and you don't know exactly what you want the sign to say yet, that's totally fine. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, fine, too. Yeah, until next yeah, week, so. Absolutely. Oh, boy, howdy. There we go. Funemploymentradio.com slash run. Brady. <laughs> I want hot dogs in me. That could be a sign that you could. That would be so embarrassing around <laughs> all of the Hood to Coast people. I want hot dogs in me. <laughs> Single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Greg, after like now that three of them have actually sold, now I'm kind of getting a little nervous about this. I think it's a well, we're, it's too late. It is what it is. There are three legs left to purchase. You can do that at funemploymentradio.com/run. Oh, I found our uh, right. audio for PBR. You found? Oh, okay. Yeah. What kind of beer do you like? Heineken. Heineken. Fuck that shit. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah. There we go. There it is. That's the way it goes. That was, that was good. That was good. All <laughs> I right. I love me some blue velvet. Yes. Yes, indeed. All right. Um, you know what? We're going to wrap up here, but I do want to also say 
thank you to our fine sponsor, Asylum, because mm -hmm. I was out the other day and actually ran into a friend. He's like, you know what? I've seen, I just saw your uh, hats on Hawthorne in Asylum. And I'm like, well, yes, that's awesome, because our hats are for sale there at Asylum. Yeah. On 37th and Hawthorne across and the street along from the Baghdad so Theater. so many other things. So many amazing things. Asylum is a fine, long-time sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> our hats are available there. You can purchase the hats there. Uh, but all the other things, the amazing things that they have, including they've got um, a wonderful vintage furniture. Like, you can make your place look awesome. And that is all at... Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne. Like them on Facebook, PDX Asylum, because then it lets them know, you know, it's a, it's, it lets them know that, hey, you're listening, and they're a fantastic, fantastic sponsor. Oh, and yes, wonderful they store. are. And great people. Anton and Deb are just awesome. Yeah, support a local business, support the local economy. I mean, and they're unique gifts. I'm going to another wedding this weekend. I'm going to go to Asylum to purchase a wedding gift for That's them. That's a great like, idea. It's, it's unique, it's great, and it's run by wonderful people. Awesome. Um, also... We just sold another leg. <laughs> oh, really? Rick Rutherford just bought my second leg. No directions yet, but oh, dear God. All right. Oh, my God. So we each have our third legs left for <laughs> available. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. Buy my third leg. Oh, my gosh. All right. So Rick Rutherford bought my second leg. All right. So we have two left. Okay. I'm oh. scared to know. Well, that's your problem then because he's going to be... He's going to be telling you what you have to have on your side. I know. I don't want to do it. It's fine. <laughs> Funemploymentradio.com slash run. That's where you can pick those up. And then just let us know what you want us to say on oh those. Oh, my God. On the poster. You can take your time to come up with a 30-second read for Fun Employment Radio. We'll do that. Uh, yeah, there's no time limit on that. So whatever yeah. you want to. Yeah. But oh the poster we need to know. <laughs> All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. You guys are fantastic. And uh, coming up later on today, Carl's show starring Jason. Awesome. Followed by the Butcher Shop Podcast. Right so here many things happening. On the network. So if you're a subscriber, definitely tune in for those. Funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. All right, thank you so much, everybody. You guys are fantastic. We'll be back tomorrow at our regularly scheduled time with more Fun Employment Radio. Greg, what's your new motto? To, to, to make friends you have to be friendly to have friends is to be friendly to have to have friends is to be friendly <laughs> to have friends is to be friendly you're listening to the fun employment radio network <laughs>